Today we began reading through the epistle of James. And while different names have been suggested from time to time, the overwhelming consensus is that this was James, the brother of Jesus, who was the author of the letter. And he's also known to history as James the Just. This letter, in fact, is one of the earliest writings in the New Testament. The letter covers a range of topics, but in all of them, the clear intention is to urge and to demonstrate how we ought to live as Christians in the practical daily situations of our lives. It's kind of like the Proverbs of the New Testament or Ecclesiastes in the New Testament. So let's just consider a couple of things we find in this first chapter. Um, And the first thing, not surprisingly, if you've read the chapter, you know the the uh, the the emphasis of it. What is wisdom, and what does it look like to have it? James famously says in verse five, "If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him." In this verse, James is using wisdom in the same sense as it is throughout Scripture. But what is that sense? What is wisdom in the biblical sense? Wisdom is not the same as knowledge. It's not just being smart. Wisdom in the biblical sense is knowing what, what what God would have you do in any given situation along with the motivated desire to carry it out. I'll repeat that. Wisdom in the biblical sense is knowing what God would have you to do in any given situation, what God would have you to do along with the motivated desire uh, to carry it out. Hence, the Proverbs will say, in Proverbs 9.10, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of God entails knowing who he is and desiring to please him uh, through our actions in any given situation. And that is the sense in which James refers to wisdom here also. It's the ability to apply scripture to your situation and allow it to influence your actions in it. It's the ability to see the world as it really is and live within it as you really should. I've always found an illustration by J.I. Packer very helpful on this point, and I'll quote it here in full from his book, uh, Knowing God, which I highly recommend to you. He says, Wisdom is like being taught to drive. What matters in driving is the speed and appropriateness of of your reaction to things and the soundness of your judgment as to the scope a situation gives you. You do not ask yourself why the road should narrow or screw itself into a dogleg wiggle just where it does, nor why that van should be parked where it is, nor why the lady or gentleman in front of us should hug the crown of the road so lovingly. You simply try to see and do the right thing in the actual situation that presents itself. The effect of divine wisdom is to enable you and me to do just that in the actual situations of everyday life, end quote. So, just as in driving, it does uh, no good to see the road as it is if you don't adjust your actions accordingly, so also in life, it is not biblical wisdom to see what one ought to do if one does not also adjust the response accordingly. And this brings us to the other point that we want to highlight from this first chapter, and that is the danger, uh, or the dangerous uselessness, I would put it, the dangerous uselessness of hearing but not doing. That's the other uh, angle we see here. Perhaps the main thesis in this letter as a whole is found in verse 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, 
deceiving yourselves. In the verses that, that follow, James illustrates the uselessness of hearing the word but not doing it by likening it to someone who walks up to a mirror, looks at himself in it, and promptly forgets what he looks like as he walks away. That's verses 23 and 24. Hearing only, though, is not just useless, but it is dangerously useless. Why? Because of the subject matter at hand. The danger involved here is seen when we notice that little phrase in verse 22, deceiving yourselves. When we are hearers of the word, but not doers, we can deceive ourselves, James says. Deceive ourselves in what way? It seems to be saying that we can deceive ourselves into believing we are children of God or, or that we are being obedient to God just because we're hearers of the word. James is pushing back against that, really flat out denying it, to show that one who is truly a child of God and one who is truly obedient to God is no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts. Verse 25. James will have more to say about this and will apply this truth to different situations later in the letter. Suffice it to say here that the more we hear God's word without applying it and without doing it in our lives, the more a spiritual callous builds up on our hearts so that hearing the word will increasingly have less and less effect on us at all. And that's a scary place to be. So don't just be hearers, but be doers. Those are a couple of thoughts from James chapter 1.